Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Hello and welcome to a uh, Monday edition of Sports Day. And what has been, well, it's been a lazy weekend in the Matthews Is that another house. way of saying boring or not? No. Are you trying to say it's a boring weekend? I found enough to keep me going. Yeah. We did a lot of Netflixing and chilling, me and the Misso, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, hello, Scott Sattler, by the way. Hey, Jace. Hey, listeners. Have you watched the Robbie Williams documentary it. yet? It was good, Loved wasn't it? It. Uh, it was confronting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was challenging at times. And I, there were there were times in the documentary, I think episode two and three, I'm, like my wife and I were going, she's I'm worried about his safety, whether nah. he's going to do anything to himself. But nah, it's, again, I've spoken to you, it's, it's a little bit of what they call presentism. They get to an older age, a wiser age, and they look back on their careers and say, I wasn't that happy back then, but he's happy now. I tell you, yeah, yeah. What about he says he's a recluse? He just, he's half, the, half his life he spends in bed. Well, have you seen the house he's got yeah. in, in LA? Mm. Amazing. Um, and I tell you what, he's got a lovely family. Uh, but he does, it, I'm not giving much away, but he does the documentary laying on his bed in his undies. <laughs> I know. How cool is that? <laughs> you but, basically spend every Sunday oh, in your undies. Mate, see, I, I, no, but seriously, when am I at my happiest? When I'm on the couch in a T-shirt, my undies, mm-hmm. eating and watching sport. Basically, he did half of that. He's happier with a singlet and his undies on. That is, that's how we should be. Us blokes must be free. <laughs> We've got to be free sats. Hey, um, it was a good weekend in sport for the Aussies. We'll get into that real soon. Mitch Marsh, I tell you what, he's unlucky. Because if Maxwell hadn't have hit that 201 yeah. not out, Mitch Marsh's innings was the innings of the tournament. Oh, Nine sixes, 16-4. Well, no, it's still not a bad knock. What about India getting over 400 against the Netherlands yesterday? Mm-hmm. Where's the stop? Where, someone's going to get 600. Again, you got to look at the, the grounds they're playing on and the opposition. Yeah. But still, Mitch, Mitch Marsh, was, Marsh was amazing. He batted basically the whole innings. We're 170-odd not out. We'll get to that soon. Chris Nelson joining us soon. The Kia Top 7, the good oil for you right now. Thanks to Cobram Estate, Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil. The NRL draw out. According to some sources, the Broncos and the Dolphins aren't happy with the draw. When when do the Broncos travel into state? I wouldn't have a clue. I haven't even looked at it. I don't really, I don't really look into the, the draw draw's that much. The draw's the draw, right? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, and how it is... Formed your drawer is they've got this system in the NRL is where they it's feed all Dexter, the, isn't yeah, it? They, yeah, from Love, what's it called? Um, yeah, perfect yeah, Match. Perfect Match. So they feed all the information into Dexter yeah. and he just spits out this really big, like, Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yes. And basically it just tells you who you're playing. So sometimes we, we always talk about it. You'll play someone in round two and then you'll face them again in round six. I don't know why, um, but it is what it is. The Brisbane Broncos, they play. You know, everyone plays their home games at their home game. Then their magic round, the Brisbane Broncos away game is that magic round. So they get really yep. another home game. So, And they had, they had a great draw 2023 season as well. So I think they only travelled out of Queensland once. Well, in the, the Gold Coast Titans, they've got Dragons round one, by round two, Bulldogs round three, and the Dolphins or vice versa. Yes, yeah, so yep. it is what it is, you know. Uh, I guess the big one to come out of you this year. You just don't year, want to play Melbourne round one. That's it. That's right, because they yeah. haven't lost one in 21 years or mm. whatever it is. The, the big one, though, I, I guess, uh, St. George miss out on Magic Round this year. Yeah. Do or we, next season. Do we know the reason why? I don't know. Because they've got a massive supporter base. Yeah. Massive. Well, some I think they've got to take it in turns. Mm. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, probably, you're right, Sats. There's probably teams that attract less who should perhaps miss out. So we had the we had Newcastle miss out last year. Maybe it was the I mean the West Tigers the way they've been performing. Why didn't they miss out on Magic Round? Mm. I think if you run last two years in a row, there's a good chance. That but again, you the West Tigers got a huge supporter base. Probably not as big as the Dragons though, right? No, no, Dragons and and the Bunnies and the Broncos have the biggest supporter bases historically. And the Storm. Yeah. So. So what? Who is who would be the who would be the least followed team in Sydney then? In Sydney, probably the Roosters. Yeah, good point. I mean, they sh- they shouldn't play any round, <laughs> let alone magic round. Let's be honest. They should be in second grade. That's right. Not even there. <laughs> I mean, second grade, they'd be playing for South because that's where all the players exactly. come from, right? So, yeah. uh, what about this? NRL clubs could be granted salary cap oh, exemptions. Penrith. Penrith, oh, don't... but you can't not have the premiers. At yeah, magic I know. Round. But from a support base, probably Penrith and Roosters would be the two. The the arguably the greatest team, the greatest team in the NRL era. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, easy. You can't not have them there. Yeah, true. Um, uh, salary cap exemptions to recruit players from rival codes. I like this. In a bid to stop the code war. Uh, two questions. Yeah. Uh, are we really in a code war? Uh, and Always in a code war. Well. It's really only against AFL. The rugby, you, rugby union make it pretty easy for every other code. I, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and the A-League, don't start me on that. Um, that's just rubbish. But let's who would you who would you possibly look at stealing players from? It's only got to be rugby union. And is there anyone? Yeah, there's Richie Moonga, plays for the All Blacks. There's a guy called Artie Surveyor. I never thought of the All Blacks. Who'd be like another Viliami Kikia playing in the second row. Uh, but they get paid huge money. South Africans? You'd be going after some South Africans? Yeah. I, I a think little halfback? I think there's only a, a few positions in rugby that would work in league. I think your outside backs do, your, your fullbacks and your wingers. Um, yeah, your centres, possibly. Your number eights, so, sometimes. So who would pay for this, the, the NRL? Well, so the Australian Rugby League Commission. What I love about this is I think if you get a rugby player, I feel as though that 50% of it should be exempt from your salary cap, which has got to come from the club's bottom line or it comes from the NRL. Either it's way. Be, it's got to be fun. It's got to be – It's don't you think it's got to be propped up a bit by the NRL? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So for, let's, for argument's sake, let's just say the West Tigers go and approach the number 10 for the All Blacks, Richie Moonga, who yep. is just a sensational yep. player and would be a great rugby league player. And I'd play him – yeah, I'd, I'd play him. In the centres? I'd play him at six or in the centres. Yeah. Um, and now if the West Tigers, everyone else is willing to offer him 800000 mm-hmm. and the West Tigers said, well, we're going to offer him 1.5 and 750 of it comes from the NRL, I think some of it has to come from your own salary cap as yeah. well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so then it just comes down to, you know, comes down to a number. But the, the all-black players are earning good money and they're playing in World Cups and they're, you know, they're going on – yeah, tools all around They'd have the world. to earn more than one point five each. Well, there's an opportunity to do that if some of it is exempt from the NRL. So then the argument is, hang on a sec, what about our some of our great NRL players that have stayed loyal to the mm. to the game and haven't gone to the Bad luck. The rugby union. Mate, that's no different to those golfers from PGA didn't go to live. Yeah, true. It's no different. Yeah, you're, it's a good point. It's yeah. a decision you make, mm. and you are being rewarded by being in the game and, and playing and I'm, getting paid to play. I'm hearing that Owen Farrell, who is yep. the son of Andy Farrell, yep. great rugby league player, played for Wigan, Great Britain, captain, 
Uh, Andy Farrell coaches Ireland. Yep. And his son, Owen Farrell, plays for England. Much capped player. Yep. Very good player and would be a really good rugby league player. He's 31 now, 32. I'm, I'm hearing on the grapevine that he's going to go to Wigan, his dad's old club. Yeah, I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. That was a that's been around for a couple of weeks. Nothing happened there yet, though. Not yeah, yet. Interesting. Yeah. All right, Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown harvested and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. They bring you the good oil. When we come back, is David Fafida safe at the Titans? Find out. But thanks to SunCorp next on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, Who's safe? Thanks to Suncorp with the storm season arriving here in Queensland. It's important to be safe with Suncorp Home Insurance. Big story out of the weekend. Sats, I sent it to you and I said, hasn't this guy already extended his contract with the Titans? And, of course, I'm talking about David Fafida. Is he safe at the Titans? Or probably the other way around, Satsy, Mm -hmm. are the Titans, uh, are they thinking they've safely got David Fafida tied up? I don't think, first and foremost, I don't think David Fafida is going anywhere. But what he has been able to do, and credit to both he and his, his manager, they've been able to use what the power they've got in negotiations to come up with a clause that, that sits comfortably with him. Now, it doesn't sit comfortably and it shouldn't sit, sit comfortably with the Titans and their fans as well because it's a, it's a double-edged sword because if he's playing really well, up until round 10 he's got to make a decision in 2024 whether he executes the 2025-2026 season. If he doesn't want to, he's he's a free agent as of up to round 10, after round 10. So why would you put that? Is is this a hangover from the old contract or is this the new one? This is the new one. So the reason why clubs do it is because they're not used to success and the Titans haven't played finals. And so you do whatever you can in negotiation process to – to keep the player at the club. Now, what I'm saying is the Gold Coast Titans, I think, will be uh, heavily entrenched in the top eight by the end of 2024. I don't think Fafita's going anywhere. But leading up to round 10, there's always those questions about, oh, is he going to stay? Is he going to go? It's crazy. Now, like I was saying, it's a double-edged sword. If, if, he, if he's playing really well up to round 10, mm. well, then he's – even though he's earning nearly a million dollars with the Gold Coast Titans – his figure could increase even further. Yeah, sure. If he's playing bad, the Gold Coast Titans fans and the club were going, well, what have we signed here? So it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Now – So they can't – have they got it in their favour that they can get rid of him? They don't have to extend? No, it's his clause. No, right. the, the contract just – if he goes past round 10 and says yep. to the club, yeah, I'm staying here, he executes those clauses. And the reason why those clauses get put in is because some clubs, they don't draw a line in the sand and, and say, this is what we stand for. And I'm not using Dave, I'm using any player, where you know, your clubs that are used to being successful and playing in finals each and every year, like top four, they'll just say to players, this is the contract. That's right. This is, the, this is our clauses. You either want to put both feet in the boat and off we go. 
You can't have one foot in, you can't have one foot out. But unfortunately, the Titans aren't there yet. Mm. Um, I, I thought with Tino re-signing that Dave might go, all right, this club's going somewhere. New coach, do you think other than other than money, do you think it might be all also to see how I go with Desi Hasler? Well, that's what it that's what it's entirely about. It's about him trying to build a relationship with Des and see whether he likes his his coaching. Now, yep. maybe when Des was announced, he's he's conducted his own bit of research with players that he knows that have been coached by Des, and maybe he thinks I just need to sit back, suck it, and see and and see whether I like his coaching. He, he will. I think we'll see a. I thought he was really good in 23, Dave. Mm. I think he'll be even better in 24 with Des. Big call. Big call. Radio is uh, he's safe. David Feet is safe at the Titans. Get your home storm. Get your home storm season ready and safe with Suncorp. When we come back, we'll look at the one-day World Cup. The semis are this week. Uh, we'll preview those in a moment. This is Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. The ODI World Cup semi-finals on this week's sets. This tournament's gone for eighteen months. Oh, but but un- it's got to be the longest World Cup. It's got to be longer than uh, the soccer World Cup. Well, it's got, it's probably not as long as the boring rugby World Cup. Mm, true. But I tell you what's happened. So I, I've loved having cricket every night, most nights, mm-hmm. and then so it's now that's finished. So we have uh, one semi-final this Wednesday, which will be New Zealand versus India. And then we're playing South Africa on Thursday night. And then they quickly have the final Sunday night. Mm. Like, I expect another week or two until the final. Yeah. But it's all over this week. Uh, SCN bringing you all of those games to live. Just Sports listen by the SCN. obviously not by the SCN making app. a decision here. No. But, yeah. mate, um, well the done. players you. are loaded, too loaded up. I know. I know. Uh, the Aussies, fantastic the other night. And I know you say it's only Bangladesh, but you're still going to get the job done. Um, the only area, the only area of concern still lingering, and you and I were talking about it today, is the bowling. We're not getting any any wickets in the first twelve mm. overs, um, and maybe, and you love this idea, that perhaps we should open the bowling with someone like a a Travis Head, or a, a Maxwell. I like the idea of both of those players. One they actually can they actually can roll the arm over really well. They're unpredictable, and they're not regular bowlers, but. They are there just to obviously get our bowlers in test cricket. They're used at times in test cricket just to roll two or three overs over to give some of the, the bowlers a bit of a rest. But they can turn the ball. They're unpredictable, like I said. And I don't think it's such a silly idea because the batters don't prepare for these bowlers. No. So if they can hit the mark on these pitches, um, which is difficult enough to do, but if you if you opened up with one of those, I think it's something different because our, our natural three – Pace bowlers aren't getting the job done at the moment. And I think at what you've got to look at, too, you don't want to get out to these guys. Mm. You know, I couldn't imagine Quentin de Kock wanting to get out to head. Well, you know when Stark's coming in, most times, often than not, he's going to be, he's going yeah. to be bringing it in at your toes at great speed. Um, you know, Pat Cummins uh, always gets a lot of turn off the wicket as well. 
um, cuts the ball really well, but in but what, they're not getting the job done. So no, they've got, they got to do something different. But it's unfortunately they can't do it in this game. Everyone's saying South Africa. Everyone's saying it's either Labuschagne or Smith with the bat. I, I want to see a team with both in. I um, Labuschagne's actually. I was watching the game the other night. And they put up his stats for the tournament. They're pretty good. He's actually been getting runs. Um, it's just that Australia been hot and cold. But he pulled off two very good runouts on Saturday night against Bangladesh. And that actually turned the game. In fact, Ricky Ponting said in the commentary box, why aren't people like Labuschagne considered an all-rounder, batter and fielder? Because they well, Australia changed. has prided itself on its fielding for many, many years. When Alan Border took over and had That's to change right. the fortunes of Australian cricket, everyone thought, oh, we've got to be better batters, we've got to be better bowlers. Yeah, absolutely we did. It was in the field that we, we were yep. letting ourselves down as well. And that's where we've had some of the, the great fielders over the years, like Michael Clark and Ricky Ponning and yep. co have been amazing fielders. He's two runouts. I don't know if you saw them on Saturday night. They were outstanding. They were brilliant pieces of fielding. And I think Heel said it today. He's just always on every delivery. So I'd like to see... You need his energy. Yeah, I, I'd mm. like to see him and also um, Steve Smith in that final eleven. Uh, to take on, I think it's. I think there's no Pakistan, doubt there's uh, going to be South Africa. Your head Warner, Marsh, Smith, Labuschagne. I think there's no doubt that's what your your sort of your six will be. Well, that means no Stoinis. I think Stoinis misses out. I don't think he's I been do consistent agree. enough. Oh, I'm I'm with you. Not with Marsh there. He can bowl. Mm. Oh, the, and that's the other thing about Marsh. The three players have really impressed me. Warner, I think he's answered his critics. I think Zampa, after he's fought back after a really poor start. Twenty one, uh, twenty two wickets so far. Yeah. And Mitch Marsh, I think, not only batting a three, he's a menace to the to the opposition. He's oh, unpredictable. Yep. But most of all, he's change of pace. Has he taken over from Green in the Test Arena? Do you think? Yeah, or? absolutely. Yeah, because he bowls the same pace. Yep. He's a massive unit. I don't know what's in the water in Western Australia, but he's a massive unit like Green. Yeah, I have. I've have. Um, I've emceed a couple of gigs where current Test cricket players have been have been guest speakers. And they've said they've the thing that's going really well for Cameron Green when he bowls is that they've never seen a player get such a rise off the pitch. Well, he's eight foot. I know. They said I've never seen it at square leg. The, the rise that he gets off a ball is so difficult to bat. That's what sits in his favour. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay. You can catch those games, the semi-finals and the finals, right here on SCN. Just download the app and you can listen. Uh, whilst we stream it. Uh, that's our cricket update brought to you by Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two break time when we come back. The Kia Top 7 from a big weekend in sport. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Yeah, well, we had to search for a lot of the uh, the performances over the weekend with the rugby league season finished and the Rugby World Cup over and yep. Matilda's not around. So number seven, the Diamonds beat the Ferns 35-23 to take out the Fast Five Netball World Series. The coppers have fallen at Netball Australia. The title will be theirs. A dominant display in the decider. And Australia go back to back in Fast Five. What is this Fast Five? I didn't even know about it. Do you like watching Netball anyway? I love it. 
this is this is like the when ODI came into Test match cricket. Yeah. Okay. So it's played between the top six teams in a, in the world: Malawi, yep. um, England, Australia, New Zealand, Jamaica. Yeah, Jamaica. So it's six minute quarters, five aside. You got one, two, three point sections. So you got one point in the. Yep. The, um, Close to the basket. Yeah, then net, another two-pointer yep. and three points outside of that. I like that. There's a 90-second power play when goals are double, two, four, six. And each team has a dance routine before the game. Uh, what? Yeah. What? It's good. It's, saw, it's really exciting to watch. I saw the blokes doing that yeah. and I just went, oh, I can't watch nah, this. That's cool. It's really good. All right. Number really six, exciting. Sydney Kings score the last 15 points to get the job done over the Brisbane Bullets. 105, sorry, 104 to 95 in what was a neck-and-neck contest until then with Jalen Adams scoring 24 points of his own. Sydney's turn offensively. Adams can't be stopped. Number five is the AFLW finals run at the moment. The Brisbane Lions will lay hold on by two points to beat the Adelaide Crows. What a scoreline, 39 to 37. Play on the call from 50. Bonner. High, long, off hands. Critical. The Lions secure a home preliminary final. I did see highlights of the Swans, the mighty Swans and Gold Coast. There was no one in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, on the oh, Gold no. there was zero. There was nobody. Mm. I'm just wondering whether we're a bit footied out. I saw, then I saw some highlights of some Melbourne games. There yep. was a bit of a crowd. Okay. But there was zero. Yeah. On the Gold Coast. Number four, Beth Mooney hits her third WBBL ton as the Perth Scorchers defeat top of the table Sydney Thunder by 42 runs. She absolutely hammers it and she brings up the 100. A remarkable innings from a magnificent cricketer. She is good. Mm. What she about Meg good. Lanning retiring? I know. As well. That was a big one, wasn't it, last week? Number three, well, he's one of the best trainers, horse trainers uh, in the spring carnival as well. Chris Waller trained. Itishu wrapped up the Melbourne Cup carnival, took out the $3 million champion stakes. A tissue down the outside and Jewis is trying to get a run. Zaki in front, kicked a length in front. A tissue coming at Zaki though. A tissue moves up to Zaki, Buckaroo, and then came Jewis who's trying to come on. But a tissue sprints away. A hundred metres to go. Two lengths in front of Zaki and then Jewis. But it's a tissue. J Mac again. A tissue wins. Second Jewis. Third young. Bird. I just want to know how much money he won over the. The spring carnival. What, Waller or, or McDonald? Well, McDonald. Yeah, I know. Mm. Probably not as much as the uh, jockey at the Melbourne Cup. What was that? Eight million. Yeah, true. Wow. No, eight million? Four million. Four million, was Four it? Million. That's yeah. a lot of 4. money. 4. Isn't it? That's your sort of coin. Mm. <laughs> Number two, this is a special one. We don't have any audio for this, but this is a special one. Gold. Oh, we do have some. Gold Coast Club cricketer Gareth Morgan. Pulled off a miracle when he took six wickets in six balls. What? What's that called? That is called a sex tuplet. <laughs> it's no, it's called a, a sex tuple. It's a sex tuple maiden. Really? He's, six tuple or sex tuple? No, it's sex tuple. Is it really? S E X. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, you're trying to correct me here. No, I'm just. I'm asking. But it's a sex tuple. I'm being educated here. It's a sex tuple wicket maiden. This was Gareth on Patton Hills this morning. I've been told that it's happened once before and I've been told it's happened twice before. Um, look, I'm sure that there's probably score books in cricket clubs from before we went digital that are sitting in dusty shelves that maybe have something similar that just 
never got the reach because the internet wasn't around. So I've got no idea. The team was getting very excited and I was trying to keep a lid on it because I kept saying to them, it's only one hit. And as you said, or a tickle down leg side or four goes the boundary and four and it's all over. Uh, yeah, so I think I was the least excited person out there because I was so focused on trying to keep the, the runs from being scored. Yeah. So what happened was he's, bowling, he's the captain of the side. He top scored with the bat with a mm-hmm. quick fire 30 odd. And he's come on. They needed five runs to win surface in the last over. Right, and they had six wickets in hand, obviously. Yeah. He took all six. He took all six. Stop the fight. Really? That's what a sextuple is. Wow. He took six. He took six. I thought you were talking about what he did on a Saturday night. Oh, God. Mm. What, sex with a couple? (laughs) Rightio, what's number one? Well, Mitch Marsh, he had to scoot home back to Perth very quickly. His, His grandfather passed away. Then he scooted back to India. And in the game last night, he scored his second ton in the World Cup. 177 not out. Into the gap, a hundred for Mitch Marsh, a fine knock. His second ton of this World Cup. Teammates are on their feet, crowd are on their feet, and the big boy from Western Australia has done a fine job for his country. All we need, Sats, is one of those top three batsmen to score a ton, and you'd fair, fair dinkum, we're a good chance. If you're of... facing India in a final, we've got to get through South Africa first. How much would you be comfortable with the way we're bowling at the moment? That Australia could win the game. You'd have to have a four in front of it. Yeah. Have to. Mm. Yeah. No, a four. Yeah. India scored 410 last night against Netherlands. Yeah, I know, but Netherlands. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. That was the Kia Top 7. Uh, break time. Chris Nelson with a wrap of Queensland Racing next. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. I guess uh, Sats, uh, we'll bring in Chris Nelson here. I, I guess now the uh, Melbourne Cup Carnival's over, boys. Mm-hmm. The focus turns to Queensland Summer Carnival. Is that right, Nelson? It's 100% right. Uh, good evening to you, Jace and Sats. And yeah, it's 100% right. Our Queensland Summer Carnival kicks off at the Sunshine Coast this coming Saturday with the Malula Bar Cup and the Swiss Ace Plate. Some really good noms, 180 plus nominations. So they'll get thinned down on Wednesday morning when we have final acceptors. And we just need that rain to stay away. Some people are saying we might get a bit of rain towards the middle end of the week. But no, it's going to be a great day. Hey, so, uh, Nelson. Very good. What stood out for you over the weekend? Uh, look, I think the highlight of the weekend was the win by Extremist, a little uh, mare from the Rob Heathcote stable who won the listed Keith Nowd quality. Uh, ran down uh, Zarastro, the favourite, right near the line. These two, they paired out a long way from home and uh, they were never going to get uh, beaten. Although there was a real eye-catcher in the race and it was Comrade Rosa from the Tony Gollan stable. A terrific return. If she had got clear late, she might have uh, troubled them. Well, sorry, clear earlier. She may have troubled them late. So she's one to follow. But extremist, uh, all credit with the mares. Zerastro, certainly not disgraced. He'll be fitter with the run. So already we've got horses to follow heading into the, the better races in the next month or two. Now, you mentioned J-Mac and the Magic Millions in January. So have you got some, mm-hmm. some update news around what's going on with the Gold Coast and the Polytrack? I have. Uh, The grass track will be back in action on December the 9th. Uh, They're going to run seven races on the 9th of December on the grass track. They're going to have some jump outs earlier than that, which will take place next week. Now, Martin Harley, who is uh, riding really well at the moment, he's a jockey, of course. He rode over the surface last week and he said it was like a golf course, guys. So I don't think the guys at the Gold Coast would mind if uh, you and Sats, Jace, 
got out there with your clubs and gave it a bit of a once-over. They'd be oh, wrapped, I'm be sure. pretty Jesus. chopped up if Jace gets out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. seven on him. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Rightio, that's good news. That means that'll be good. That'll be really good. And then we yes. expect lights next year. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Yes. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. The whole setup's just going to be huge at the Gold Coast. And that track... They say, as I said, it looks fantastic and no doubt it'll race fantastic and can't wait for the 9th of December. Look for uh, uh, jockeys taking their clubs mm. uh, to race meetings. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> yep. uh, check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We'll catch up with you later in the week, Nelson. Look forward to it, guys. Chat soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Hey, uh, before we go tonight, Satsy, here's a quick community update. Thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepare this bushfire season. Uh, there are fires burning along Scott Road uh, near Dalby and Carnarvon Gorge. Oh, Carnarvon Gorge. Nice out there. Out Is around. It? I haven't been there. Arcadia Valley, yeah, Mungabunda. And, yeah. Um, heavy smoke in the area from this. Uh, QFES are advising to have your fire safety plan ready if conditions worsen and to stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with Queensland Fire and Emergency Service. Visit qfes.queensland.gov. .au, uh, community update, thanks to new fire code. The first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. No sport on tonight. We didn't even get to talk about Phil Goulders taking oh, a shot yes. at the photographer that took a photo of him having a meeting in a in a leagues club. What was the meeting about again? Whether there should be beef and black bean at the Chinese <laughs> or uh, honey Phil, chicken. He's not doing that anymore. He's lost weight. Yeah, he has lost a lot of weight. Well, what was the meeting about? What? He's having a meeting with their club captain... Uh, Raymond Fatala Mariner, and he's he's a little bit peeved off that someone's got a photo of it. Well, you're doing it in a leagues club yeah. while people are playing bingo. And Gus is not that dumb, yeah, mind you. Yeah, there's he a method know, to the madness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what what what, what do you think the meeting? Well, they about? haven't asked him to come back to preseason training. It's about whether they really want him at the club anymore. Really? That's what it would be about. Yeah, absolutely. Has he got a current contract? Yeah, he has. Yeah. Interesting. All right, mm. mate, got to go. Uh, you're watching my mum, your dad tonight. I am. Can't wait. Last week you told oh, me. Oh, thank goodness. It's the worst. <laughs> it is just a bunch of desperate, horny old people. <laughs> but what that, I'll go to the RSL on a Saturday night. Seriously. <laughs> hey, got to go. Back tomorrow night. Catch you then. See you, Satsy. See ya.